If you're in a relationship that sucks, I got to tell you some harsh truth. It is your fault. Now, one thing that I've noticed about nice guys who are in early recovery is that they complain and they commiserate and they bitch about their partners. They think it's their partner's fault that their relationship isn't working, but it's the opposite. In fact, it is their fault. Now, this might piss you off, but hold on, because there's one thing that nice guys often overlook when it comes to life, love, and this, and it is this one thing. You are 100% responsible for the quality of your life. Welcome to the Nice Guy Show. My name is Chuck Chapman. I'm here today with my host, uh, Ari and Faisal, and today we're going to be talking about nice guys in relationships. So Ari, what do you think? If you're in a dysfunctional relationship, is it your fault? I, I totally agree. Um, it's, it's important to take responsibility. Um, you know, there's so many steps along the way to creating a non sucky relationship and, you know, creating your, your full life, your great cake of a life before you even get into a relationship, developing yourself as a man. These are your responsibilities. You know, it's, it's ha having all the, the supports in your life, your friends, your colleagues, your health, your hobbies, your practices, you know, that, that is all your responsibility. And those are things that support a relationship. It's your job to clarify, you know, what kind of woman you want. Um, it's your, your job to clarify the type of relationship you want. Do you want something more casual? Do you want a more traditional marriage or something in between? You know, it's your job to pace the relationship and not progress it faster than you are ready for. It's your job to assess the partner every step of the way. It's your job to create and maintain chemistry. So you've got to adopt this stance that you're making a daily conscious choice to be with that person too. You know, that, that that's something that I think is, is a key point is that you're always making a, a daily conscious choice to be with them. You know, so these are all your responsibilities um, and it's your responsibility to end a relationship if, if the if the chemistry has died or it's not not making you happy. So you, you might hear this and think, you know, what's what's my partner's responsibility um, that, you know, they're also responsible for assessing you and making a conscious decision to be in a relationship. Um, you know, if you're with a, a woman, you know, they have responsibility to work through their own shit and be open to you. Um, I won't get into a relationship with someone who won't work on their own shit. You know, to, to me, that's, uh, you know, one of the most important criteria could be with therapy, coaching, just their own personal work. Um, so y you want to choose someone who's open to making changes in themselves. So these are all your responsibilities. So that's my, my short answer. <laughs> what about you, Faisal? What do you think? Well, the question is that it's all your fault. I disagree with that. I disagree with the fact that it is not all your fault. Uh, I agree with that it's your responsibility and there's a big distinction between that. And, and that's what I want to make. So for example, Let's take the captain of a ship. He is in charge. 
He's responsible for his staff, the people on board. Everything starts and ends with him. So he's responsible. Now, there may be situations, circumstances, political stuff or uh, mother nature stuff that will have an impact on the, 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 the voyage, his decisions. Nevertheless, it's still his responsibility. Now, before my awakening, I had a typical attitude to what most men and women have. It's everybody else's fault. I just pointed fingers at everybody else. You know, it's her fault. It's their fault. It's the government's fault and everything as well. I get that. There are some points that it's not all you're doing. Now, the distinction I want to make between fault and responsibility and how I see it is fault to me is there's a lot going on in our own psychology, in our, in our software. Humans are not perfect. We're far from perfect. If, if we were looked at human as a software, my background is tech, and that's how I see the brain. It's, it's flawed. It's got bugs in it. It's got mistakes and errors in it. It doesn't always function well. It will clunk. It will crash. It will do dysfunctional things. So therefore, putting a fault on a system that's programmed in that way or developed or evolved in that way to say that the result is the fault of the system, actually, it's a, it's a combination of, I, I believe, our programming. It's a combination of our up, up, uh, upbringing, values. Those are what I say. It's, the, it's a collective fault. So I wouldn't put the fault on one person. I would say it's a responsibility, single responsibilities on you. It's what you can decide. So when I awoken from my divorce, I took 100% responsibility. I remember that day I fell to my knees and said, everything's happening in my world is my responsibility. It's not my fault that things will happen, situations, other people's neuroses, other people's circumstances, but I can take full charge of that and so what i did was take away my locus of control from the outside and then start working to bring the locus of control now locus of control is just a perception and understanding about the causes of events so i took very much little responsibility and that was dangerous it was dangerous because i were I was opening myself up to repeat the patterns mm -hmm. So and yeah, one, one thing. One thing I want to I want to actually complete on this. Whereas a captain of a ship is fortunate situation that before he becomes the captain or he or she becomes a captain, they go through training. They go through training in order to you know look after the the, the ship, navigate it. When we are the captain of our our life, we don't have that training. We don't have that privilege. We don't have support and guidance we don't have those initiation guidance passed to to us we, instead we're learning mathematics and geography and people we're learning all these skills but not the human skills so that's the biggest difference between the captain of our life and the captain of the ship is that they go through training and we don't and that then i would say is a collective fault rather than an individual fault and I'm going to argue a little bit here that it, I think we're talking about semantics here, the idea of what's fault and responsibility. Because if somebody's at fault, what are you asking? You're asking the question, who's responsible for this? Right? And if I'm 100% responsible for my life, then I am also at fault. And I think one of the things that 
nice guys, whenever they hear a word that maybe feels a little bit shaming or put off-putting or something like that, they want to rewrite it and be like, oh, I'm not at fault. I am responsible, but I'm not at fault. And I think fault and responsibility kind of, like I said, it's semantics. The fault is something's wrong. Okay. Who's responsible for fixing the thing that's wrong? Who's at fault? Not who's to blame, but who's at fault. And I think that that's the thing that as nice guys, we often fail to take full responsibility for our own lives, our own actions. Okay. So if you're in a bad relationship, it is your fault in that you're responsible. You're either not doing the work that you need to do on yourself and with your partner as a couple, or you're in a relationship, you're choosing to be in a relationship that simply doesn't work. So either way, whether you want to call it fault or responsibility, it, you are 100% responsible for your life and the quality of your life. And like you made a choice, whether or not it was you know, fully, you know, you went in with your eyes completely wide open or not. Um, you made a choice and you're in this relationship and the relationship isn't working. So it is your responsibility or so not blaming or shaming about it, but more of, I, I actually like the word fault because it does, it, it makes me feel a little uneasy. Saying I'm responsible for something is like, oh, yep, I'm responsible. But to say I'm at fault, like, ooh, that cuts a little bit. And and so I, I actually kind of like the word at fault because of that. That that it it gives you just a little bit more energy behind the word to be like, okay, I got to make a difference here. I got to fix this. So, you think? Anyway, uh, take. You think nice guys need a sort of a whack in the head to wake them up? Is that part of it? Well, that's, that's been part of my experience. That's a great question. What do you think? You think nice guys need a whack upside the head sometimes to get them to wake up? Sometimes, you know, I, I don't, I don't love the, the word fault, uh, cause it does sound kind of blaming and shaming. Um, but I, but I do think, you know, the, the take home or one of the take homes is, you know, it's, it's your responsibility to learn from your relationship. You know, I think that's one of Dr. Glover's um, important concepts is, you know, a relationship is a, it's a powerful growth machine, I think is, is how he describes it. So, you know, yeah, it's kind of like Faisal was saying, you know, you're going to go in to a relationship not knowing some things, not knowing how to do some things. We're not taught these skills. And that is a, uh, that's a, a problem of how kids are socialized or boys are socialized or girls. Um, so you should expect to go in and encounter some problems, just like you'd encounter problems at work or any other arena in your life, you know, but it, it's your attitude about it. Do you have an attitude of I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to learn from it. Or do you have an attitude of, you know, passivity that this, this just sucks and it's not something I can fix it. You know, so I think the uh, one of the healthiest things a nice guy can do is really adopt this uh, sense of agency over their relationship, you know, which is what I was describing earlier. There's all, all of these things you can take responsibility for, which can feel like a burden, but that's where your power is. That's where the control is. 
when you take responsibility for things. You know, if, if you're saying something sucks, you know, I think it implies an abdication of responsibility. Um, you know, so I, I would, I would, I would whack the nice guy and ask them to look at the language they use also, you know, like I, I was thinking about it, like this weekend I had this chest cold, I had to cancel all my plans, you know, so I'm just like in bed trying to get a little bit of work done. My neck stiffened up, you know, so like, I'm just not feeling great, you know, so do I say it's a sucky weekend? No, I, you know, I, I made a choice to actually like practice gratitude. Like, you know, I actually, I know that I get over colds eventually. I've never not get, gotten over a cold. I, I have good health. You know, when my neck stiffens up, I always get over it. I, I don't always know what to do to do that, but it always happens. You know, so I, I've been blessed with really good health. Um, you know, so that's actually the, the attitude that you got to have. You know, so I, I made a conscious choice. And, and th that's, you know, that is something nice guys can learn. You know, so, Ari, you said, said about, you know, oh, actually, Chuck, you said about, you know, whack over the head. I, I agree that we, we do need a whack over the head. Uh, that would be quite, <clears throat> I mean, I got a whack over the head. Uh, I remember the, there's a beautiful saying, the universe has shaken you to awaken you. And we do need that awakening. I agree with Ari. I don't like the word fault because it removes compassion and it removes understanding. And what that happens then, it, it removes the ability to have great judgment on actually the reality of the situation. So, for example, you know, um, there was a, I was watching the, the railway men and it was about uh, the gas leak in India in Bavo. And the staff made an error. One of the staff made an error and he had no idea because he was given no training. Uh, he was given no instructions how to do it. He was just saying, hey, get on there, just do this stuff. Now, is it his fault or is it the manager's fault? Or do we need to have better understanding and saying, actually, it, it's a team whose responsibility is it to make sure that they're, they're the one who manages this. But actually, it was a guy's fault. So it, it can get very much into the semantics. I know the guys, the nice guys listening to this will be like, well, this word means this, this word, that means that. Okay. I need a complete here, broken down into this world. So for me, responsibility is very different to the word fault. And I like this that we can see a different perspective yeah. because in personal development, I heard a lot of personal development says everything's your fault if a car crashes into you and you're stationary it's your fault i just couldn't grasp that i'm like how is somebody else getting shot or hurt or things my fault i know it's my responsibility how i can behave or choose to behave with the conscious limitations i have with my programming limitations that i have i can choose as best as i can with those limitations I have. And yes, they will be limited. Yes, they won't always be perfect. So uh, it's a it's a good good debate on this one. I, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, I want to say something first. And that's go right um, ahead. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the, it's interesting to me that the word fault here is kind of triggered. It's a little bit of a trigger word for people here in this. But um, I think what I'm saying is that well, Ari, let's take you for a second. 
you you're, you just got your taekwondo belt um what what level did you come to what did you like i went from blue belt to high blue belt Whew. all right it's got a, a one stripe on it all right <laughs> If you went into your dojo, is that what they call them, a dojo? I don't know what the taekwondo dojang. term. Dojang. You went into your dojang and you went once a week and you, you know, you practice kind of. And then you left and you didn't do anything else. And you came back the next week and you left and you didn't do anything else. And then you went and you complained to your person that you haven't advanced yet. Whose fault is that? Him or yours? It's my fault. Okay. I, so what I'm saying, it. yeah, yeah, what I'm saying is that it's our fault in that we half-ass it. There are uh, tons of resources out there, and if you are not taking advantage of those resources and learning from those resources, then you, then it is your responsibility to learn those things. But it is also your fault if you are not taking advantage of those things. So that's where I see it a little bit differently than you guys see it. Yeah, I like I like that uh, analogy. And it, yeah, very much true. It's your fault for that happened. And because what I said was because fault requires understanding, because when you had understanding and you break down and you said, actually, you were only attending once a week because we got understanding of that, then we can say, actually, you know, you did X, Y, and Z. And because of that, there's a, there's a distinction fault. Now, for example, if he's going once a week and the place shut down for 10 months and then it opened up again, then it shut down for 10 months again. Now, where is the fault? You know, so it's like by, by digging into it, can we have discernment, understanding, and then we can be able to say, actually, this is the pinpoint of the fault. We can blame it on internal circumstances, external circumstances as well. If only relationships were like Taekwondo, and, you know, <laughs> right. you, you could level you up could every two months. You could smack your partner around. <laughs> can we get right. blue? Like, can we get belts for like how <laughs> yeah. well you're doing in the relationship? Yeah, I mean, you know, th that's something satisfying about Taekwondo. Taekwondo has its challenges, and probably this goes for any martial art. But there's a, there's a clear structure, usually. Um, now that, you know, there's different amounts of work you can put in, but there's, there's a clear structure for advancement. Relationships are, are more complex than that. And, um, you know, I, I just think so many people, nice guys and, and non nice guys were getting into relationships without, uh, an instruction manual, without a, a clear blueprint, you know? So I, I, th I think that's why, like you were saying, Faisal, we, we we've got to be compassionate when we're looking at ourselves and, and the, and the problems that are happening. Um, you know, I, I, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still quibbling with the word fault. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can I, I, can I, I ask you, you guys a question? Sure. Um, because this, this has been sort of like on, on my mind and it's, it's part of the topic is does the masculine partner have more responsibility? for how the relationship goes as the, as the leader in the relationship. Well, oh, I love this question. That would seem to be the, I mean, leader is the person out front that's setting the tone and taking the lead. Right. And <clears throat> you know, the one that's now, I think what the leader also has to do 
is the leader has to take counseling from others. You know, the leader's just like, we're going to go this way. <clears throat> Fuck, you know, screw everybody else. We're, we're going to go this way. And they don't take any kind of counseling over it. Then, yeah, that's, that's, that's no good. But I would say, I, I guess overall, yeah, if you're the leader, the responsibility, you know, lies on you. I think if you think of sports games, coaches, they're the leaders. You know, so if a team lost the game, you know, who does everybody blame? It's the coach. Somebody's got to sort of take the stance and it's sort of the buck stops with me. So to me, the captain that's of the ship. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Faisal. So, so, um, you know, when we talk about, when they talk about relationships, the man leads, the man's in charge, the man's responsible. I, sometimes we can get lost in the masculine and feminine and we can get devoid of, we can lose focus. The fact that there's multiple layers when it comes to relationships. Now, the more I'm evolving and going through my deep journey with this as well, because I've, you know, I heard polarity coaches and masculine feminine coaches, you know, men do this, women do that. I get that. And, you know, you know, men are uh, take accountability, women are flow. And then there's so many things that the feminine is, you know, excused. And there's so many things that the men are excused. And another layer, when I talk about this other layer, and I'm learning this, there is a, the layer of mature versus immature. And that's regardless of the masculine or feminine, because there are aspects of the mature man and the mature woman who will show up in a, in a certain way. I've seen myself when I've shown up in an immature way and, and can still be masculine. And I've seen myself show up in a feminine way and be very mature and vice versa as my partner as well. I've seen that aspect of it. So I, 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 I think it's very important to have distinctions between mature versus immature as well, because the leadership is not just like the silverback in the in in, in his tribe. What the silverback does is that he's responsible for the whole collective tribe. And one of the traits that the silverback has, yes, he's got power, he's got strength, he's got aggression, he's got anger, but also he's also got he's a peacemaker. Most of his time is kept in trying to keep the peace, keep the tribe safe, keep the world, tribe well nourished, and and make sure that the survival is intact. So one of the things that he has, the silverback has, is is very empathetic, understanding, compassionate, forgiving, loyal, determined, focused. And I think that these we're talking are, about an ape here. <laughs> yeah, 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 the silverback. Yeah, and I was fascinated with the, how he shows up. And he also has a harem of women as well, which is uh, quite interesting as well. So there's, there's double layers here, masculine and feminine, but also there's a layer of maturity versus uh, immaturity and co-creation of that. <clears throat> Again, I think we get into an issue of the difference between a man and a woman and masculine and feminine. And so I would say that the masculine leads and that we are all masculine and feminine. So sometimes my partner is going to lead She's in her masculine at that point, and I'm going to follow, and that creates flow. So it's not a matter of like the man always leads and the woman always follows. It's the it's the energy of the masculine and the feminine, and I, I, I get them confused sometimes myself, and I'll start talking about a man and when I really mean masculine. 
but it's something I think that is important to understand is that we are both masculine and feminine. So if I'm understanding you guys correctly, the, the responsibility is equal. The responsibility is whoever's in the masculine energy. Who's ever taken so the, the response in the masculine and the leader's responsible. So for example, like a car only has one steering wheel. So whoever's sitting in that driver's seat is responsible. Unless you've got a car with two wheels on it, which is your driving instructor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hmm. Well, what do you guys think about a man who fails to lead, who fails to take responsibility, who just wants everybody else to do things for him? That's a child, right? That's a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a child. That's that's what that, that that's what kids want, aren't they? They want they just want to not take any responsibility. They just put everything on you, and mm -hmm. you know your your responsibility. I, and I guess when I was uh, when I went through my coaching journey and healing journey, my coach said to me, "It's time for, to go from a boy to a man." And I said, what? I'm nearly 40 years old. How can you tell me I need to be a man? He said, well, psychologically, you still have the traits of the boy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where I wanted everyone thing done for me. I was lazy, not not uh, competent in in many areas. And that kind of pattern showed up in other areas as well. So I wanted everybody else to do all the work, take the responsibility. And what I wanted to take was the instant gratification, the glory of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Ari? Um, I can identify with what he's saying. I, I, um, I didn't see myself as a leader just until the last few years. So in my marriage, uh, I just felt I, I saw my wife as the leader. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard to say that, but, the, but that's the truth. You know, so I, I had to learn it from coaches and mm -hmm. other men um, yeah. and you did and i did yeah. and i i continue to learn it yeah you know you have have you ever noticed that have you ever noticed that there, um there are some guys who lead really well and their boss say their business or their work but as soon as you take them out that environment when it comes to parenting, when it comes to relationship, family connections, and everything, they just keep deferring and they just wait for everybody else to give them the instruction. You know, what to do, seeking validation, seeking approval. Is this right? Is this wrong? I don't know what to do here. But as soon as you put them into a work environment, they just boss it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is an interesting dynamic, I think, because at work, they're in their masculine. They come home, they fall into their feminine. And again, it's like taking, taking charge of your own self, your own responsibility <clears throat> to know that, Hey, this isn't working. I need to do something different. You know, I think one of the things Robert talks about, no more Mr. Nice guys and nice guys, the guy that will do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And part of the, I think, place that you have to come to is a place of what I'm doing isn't working. 
And if I keep doing what I'm doing and expecting a different result, then that's on me. I need to be the one to take the responsibility and say, I'm going to do something different here. And that, again, might come in the form of getting counseling, getting coaching, reading book, you know, reading No More Mr. Nice Guy, getting books on leadership, learning the skill of leadership so that you can, and communication, leadership, communication, and negotiation. Like those three things right there are three top skills that I would say every man needs to get their 10,000 hours in because that's part of in every man, I mean, who's going to practice his masculine energy, you know, those are the things that we do. And, and it is your responsibility to go do those things. And if you don't go do those things, then it is your fault, because those things are available. He likes to throw the F word around. I'm going to throw that F word in there. You guys don't like it. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy that one. That that you one I agree one? with. Yeah, yeah. Because you know you, you you're right. If you've if you've acted incompetently, if you know and you slacked off and things like that, okay, yeah, you you are fault of that consequence. There you go, Chuck. I gave you one. You are. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, the same way, if I've done all of that, if I've learned all of that, and I'm in this relationship, and she refuses to change, and I stay in that relationship, that's my choice. But it's your fault. It's my fault, right? Because I'm choosing to stay in it. And that's where I'm coming back to the idea of fault, the F word, is that it's more than just responsibility. It's when you're at fault, it's your failure to take responsibility. How's that? All right, I've got a question for you guys. Imagine we are us three, our women, talking about this. Could right, right? It's all the man's Could fault. We say what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, done. Finished. And okay, then you just answer my question. It's, it's all his fault. So. Could they, you know, consciously, could they be uh, taking ownership? Should they be taking ownership as well saying, yeah, actually, it's my fault what's happening in my world and the consequences of that world and what the choices I've made. It's my fault, my responsibility, or is it just the guy's fault? No, absolutely. I think it's, it's, it's both because if you're a woman and you're in a relationship that sucks, then it's your responsibility to either change yourself or do what you can to learn about, you know, communication skills and all those kind of things. And if you're in a relationship with a man who simply won't change, then yeah, it's your responsibility then to take care of yourself. And if you stay in that relationship, then you're choosing to do that. It's your responsibility. So I would absolutely say it goes the other way. You know, it goes both ways. Thank you, honey. <laughs> You're welcome. What about you, Ari? Any, any thoughts on that? Um, are, what's the question? <laughs> are you still recovering what from a cold? Why don't you to me? <laughs> Why don't you listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> is, is the woman at fault if she's in a bad relationship? Yes. 
Yes, w w women are just as capable of making choices um, and taking responsibility. So, yes, and I and I know plenty of women who are who are conscious like that and who take responsibility and who look at themselves and who work on themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's who I want to get into a relationship with. Um, yeah. so, so that, that again is a, a conscious choice that I make now. I'm not, I'm not going to get in deeper with someone who doesn't self reflect. Yeah. And also, and also someone who, you know, especially when you're listening to them, you're talking, having a conversation and, and they have that attitude of, you know, I'm not going to blame my exes all the time. I don't want to blame my parents or circumstances. And they are mature enough to say, actually, the circumstances, situations, the relationships, my health, everything is my responsibility. And you do get women. It's not many, not many guys or women do that. But there are some women say, actually, yeah, I take full ownership. It's my responsibility. It sucks. It's really difficult. I know for nice guys and, and for guys with guys and girls with low self-esteem, self-worth, it's very difficult to take that full ownership, full extreme ownership, because it's hard. It's, uh, it puts you, it, you know, puts you into a sh shame spiral and you got to see your flaws. It's hard. Yeah, if 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 someone you're dating is blaming, that's a big red flag. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate both of you and your input on this. Um, thanks so much for joining us today, everybody. What do you think? If you're in a bad relationship, is it your fault? Go ahead and make some comments. Let's get some discussion going here. Are you responsible for making those changes? If you're doing what you've always been doing and getting the same results, whose responsibility is it to make a difference there? Whose responsibility is to change things? And one of the things that I would uh, lead you to do is check down here below. I'm going to put, we'll put a link here to getting your balls back, cultivating courage. Uh, this is another episode that we did that I think parlays well into this is that you have to have your balls in order to have courage. And again, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ari. Thanks, Faisal. And we will see you guys next time on The Nice Guy Show. You've been listening to The Nice Guy Show, the podcast that helps nice guys move past their insecurities and fears into the fullness of their masculine strength and confidence. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and check out the website, niceguyshow.com for more information on how to connect with Chuck and Faisal. Until next time, keep living your best life. <laughs>